Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. This is Sheffield Live. Yes, good afternoon and welcome to Sheffield Live. You've done it again. What? Yes. Did I? Yes. Oh, no. <laughs> welcome to the squeak. My name's Luke Crofts. I'm James Hargreaves. And uh, hope you're well out there. Um, <laughs> hopefully you can hear us, because <laughs> we don't know if you can. Yeah. If somebody could tweet us, telling us if you can hear what we're saying, that would be marvellous. That would be great, yeah. Yeah. May as well take the headphones off. I don't even know if we're going out. We can't hear anything. Um, yeah, a few technical difficulties in the studio, um, as ever. It's been fun. Uh, yeah. Nice, yeah. Nice, fun build-up to the show. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, how's your week been, James? I've I've been busy as always. Um, still trying to uh, get people to buy jewellery. <laughs> well, we have had a tweet in. Carl says, yes, we can hear you. Unfortunately, so why am I still wearing headphones? Don't, don't just take them off. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, every week something else breaks, and, uh, and for once it's not Luke breaking it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he's like it when we got here. Um, <laughs> at least we're going out. And that's the main thing. Um, so yeah, uh, how is the uh, how is the Bailey's bracelet going then, James? Carl, Carl Malone has actually bought one. He has. He's one of a couple, a few hundred people that have so far. They've they've gone through their Kickstarter target now, so they're definitely going to get made. They're definitely going to be produced, and now it's just getting people to actually um, keep buying it. Awesome, that's yes. great. That's good. Good for a Sheffield uh, Sheffield produced and you know everything's yeah, made yeah. here, so it's it's good for business, isn't it? What um, have you been up to this week? Um, well, I I had a I went for a job interview on Thursday. Yeah, and got got uh, an email back on Friday saying I've been successful. So we went Woo-hoo! out. We went, yeah, I know. We went out and celebrated. I felt awful yesterday, very very severely hungover. But flip side, I'm not hungover today because I didn't feel like doing anything yesterday. Yeah. So it's been remarkable uh, to wake up on a Sunday, and I've even got my contact lenses in. Every cloud and all that. Yeah. Um, but no, we it was my sister's birthday on Friday, so we went out for something. We went to Cosmos yesterday. Oh yeah. What do you think of Cosmos? Do you know what? Actually, it weren't it weren't bad. It's, it weren't bad. It's what you get, isn't it? It's, it's, yeah. You, you can't go somewhere like that and expect, like, four-star Michelin chef-made like stuff, but it's it's <laughs> yeah, you all right for the price. You can't. Um, but, uh, but yeah, um, if there's something you don't like, just leave it and get something else. It, yeah. it reminded me a bit of, you know, when you go on an all-inclusive holiday? Yes, it is like it's that. a bit like that, and everyone's sort of penned in. It's uh, yeah, it's it's not it's not the easiest experience, <laughs> but yeah, it was it was nice. It was lovely. Um, it's and not as bad as what Tay Barnes used to be. I've never been to Tay Barnes. You're, nice, you're though. very lucky. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know, but you're you're just miserable about everything. You don't even like Rawson. Rawson's great. Rawson's just cheap. Cheap and cheerful. You get it's what you pay cheerful, for, is it? <laughs> it's just cheap. <laughs> Yeah, you do get what you pay for. Um, but no, I uh, I managed to catch the Wednesday match yesterday as well, uh, and we've secured sixth place, which yes. is good, isn't it? So we're going to be in the playoffs, yeah, and possibly Wembley as well. Well deserved as well. Yeah, I I, I thought um, Cardiff were poor yesterday. Yeah, very poor to say that you know they needed to win. They were they didn't really show up. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that's a good result. And obviously Leicester are playing. Nobody's going to be listening. I think there's only your other half and Carl that are listening. Because um, <laughs> yeah. uh, Leicester are just about to kick off. They probably already have against Manchester United. Yeah. And they can win the title today. Well, oh, I don't league. know. There's, there's lots of people that are apparently that's been tweeting us that are listening to hear the new Noah Ashes. Yes, and I've just listened to it um, before... My, that's the only thing we managed to get working, unbelievably, <laughs> and uh, it's it's a it's a really really good uh, good song. So stay tuned. That's going to be the first one up. So that's uh, Cool Cat, their new single, and of course they're playing uh, Carl Maloney presents in fourteenth yeah, uh, of May. Fourteenth of yeah. May. It's not even two weeks. Um, almost two weeks. With the Thirteen de- days. The debut of Factory Reasons. Yeah. The new John Joaquin vehicle. <laughs> Why did you say it like that? I don't know. Vehicle. <laughs> Vehicle. So <laughs> <laughs> the way it's written down. Yeah. So um you can get a you can get a preview of uh, is it is it released yet or have we got it early? It's out now. 
Oh, it's out yeah, now. Yeah, okay. get it on iTunes and stuff like that. But not yet. Listen to yeah, us listen play to it, it first and, and buy then it. buy it. Yeah. Or because you, can, you will want to. Or you can buy it, wait until we've played it, and then listen to it again. That that works. Either way. After the show. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you do what you want. Just, you know, it's our rule for the next 54 minutes. Um, and uh, we've got uh, we've got some music from Bad Tonight coming up, as well as uh, mm-hmm. a bit of Milburn. And what was the last one? Last one, we got Toddler T with Clubs and Spades. Oh, yeah, we played him last week, didn't we? Uh, we yeah. played a, a track he produced last week. As, have we not got uh, Hearts and Diamonds? No, just Clubs and Spades, I'm afraid. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great tune, though. It's um, It's all about Sheffield. So uh, well, talking of Sheffield, relevant. Um, of course, the World Championship final, snooker final, starts today. Have you been watching any of it? No. Well, I, I, <laughs> I, I was watching, I've, a lot of it's passed me by, I have to say, but um, I was watching Marco Fu and Mark Selby's semi-final yesterday. Yeah. Some of the worst snooker I've ever seen. Really? From, from two world-class players. It was absolutely shocking. Uh, and uh, they actually recorded the longest frame in Crucible history. It took an hour and 16 minutes. Um, but uh, unfortunately, John Virgo was actually commentating on that match, uh, and I think he was uh, he was getting a bit annoyed uh, <laughs> because he actually dropped an f bomb into his commentary. Oh wow! I know, yeah. not deliberately. He thought his microphone was off air, um, but it wasn't. Uh, I mean, how unprofessional! I mean, you'd never catch anything like that on the screen, <laughs> would you? Never. Um, yeah, he was saying, you know, I was hoping I, I can't obviously air it. Uh, but he said, I was hoping to catch some of the racing. I might not even catch swear word match of the day at this rate. And it was captured. It <laughs> Brilliant. Was captured, I know. So it went out on air. Pretty much. Excellent. Pretty much. The BBC's under some uh, some fire at the minute, isn't it? With Chris Evans as well. He's He's been getting done for people swearing on his show. Who was it this time? Well, this oh, it time. Was Jeremy was, Irons, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, Jeremy Irons was like earlier in the year. <laughs> and then was it um, Prince William or Prince Harry, one or the other? What, that, swore on the radio? Yeah, went on Chris Evans' show last week to talk about the Invictus Games. Oh, yeah, I've seen the, the video. And the did, trailer it was that. a very mild swear, to be honest. It was just another word for bottom. What, the A word? Yeah. I didn't even realise you couldn't say that on the radio. I didn't, to be honest. I, I, I very nearly said it then, uh, just thinking, well, that's all right. Um, maybe maybe BBC Radio Two have different standards. So. Well, I think I think because he's he's had that much stick because Elton John dropped the f bomb uh, a, a few years ago, yeah. and uh, Jeremy Irons dropped the f bomb. So I think anything now when he's under scrutiny, and when when as many uh, when as many people listen to his show as they do, yeah. somebody's going to complain, aren't they? Oh, people that complain, oh, don't don't get me started. Well, you. You're one to complain, though. Exactly. Don't oh, right. get me started. <laughs> oh, I see what you mean. Okay. Anyway, um, enough of that. Let's uh, I, I, let's let's not let's not wait any longer. Let's play the uh, new, new No Hot Ashes tune. It's called uh, Cool Cat. Yes. And it's available now. You're listening to Sheffield Live, ninety-three point two FM. It's just coming up to ten past two. I'm 
So that was Cool Cat. All uh, aboard the Hardship Starship. Yeah, I know what the reference was now. Uh, when you put that on Twitter earlier. Yeah, yeah, very good. Very good. So that's available now. It's an ace song. And yeah, Carl Maloney presents on the 14th of May. Uh, it's well worth a visit to go and, well, get a free beer off Carl, really. Yeah, Carl is still giving the free beer away. Yeah, just you just have to go and mention the squeak to Carl Maloney at the Washington and he'll give you a free beer. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, good friend. He's, uh, he's still not took his coat off. He's not. Just to mention as well, Carl's got a podcast out. Oh, uh, is he? Is he? Yeah, all about the Sheffield music scene again. Um, with his special guest, Gareth Arnold, who's on there. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. I saw him. Uh, he put a picture on um, of him doing the interview. Yeah, wearing his jacket. Wearing his jacket, yeah. yeah. We bought, when did we go out that time? It was a few Sundays ago, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. And uh, he'd come out and he'd just bought this new jacket. And every time I see him, he's got this jacket on. I don't. I think he sleeps in it. I think it's skin. I don't think. <laughs> I, yeah, I think it's just his uh, his body now. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, big thing that's been in the news this week. We can't really have, uh, get away from it because it's been all over. Um, the Hillsborough Quest. Yeah. It's finally been. Um, well, it's finished. After sort of two years. Yeah. Um, and they've they've come to the uh, verdict that. The ninety-six were unlawfully killed. What do you reckon? I think it's fair enough. No, I mean, I don't mean about the verdict. I mean, you know, justice has been. You know, all the families can yeah. finally now. Well, it depends um, what justice have closure. What 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 people expect the justice to be? Because this this is just one step now. There's going to be more cases that come on from this, uh, and because they said it's un- an unlawful killing, then there's likely to be a trial about the unlawful killing, uh, and somebody held to account. Yeah. Well, um, the uh, the officer in charge on the day has admitted to um, admitted to lying in the in the um, Taylor inquiry, so that's that's going to open up a can of worms, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, you would say. Yeah, indeed. Uh, but you know, these people have waited nearly thirty years for uh, some kind of decent uh, response to what happened. Um, yeah, fair enough. Yeah, quite right. Quite right too. Um, so yeah, that's good that that's all uh, that's all sorted and and at least we've we've got a verdict now. Um, now moving on completely. Um, have you ever had pets? I've had lots of pets, lots of different pets. Yeah. Well, when I was little, we had cats and dogs, right? Um, and I saw something in the news which I, I, which staggered me, um, to be honest, because they reckon um, dogs have got like a homing instinct, yeah, and they can find their way back or whatever. Um, there was a sheep dog. Uh, that was given away by a farmer and it escaped and got over the fence and travelled 240 miles wow. back to its former owner. 
Wow. Yeah. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. That that is amazing. Like dogs and cats have amazing like homing instincts. Yeah. At two hundred and forty miles, that's that's the breadth of the country, isn't yeah. it? Pretty much. Yeah, I, th- I think I think we said it on the squeak at, uh, when we first started about the cat in France that travelled from the south of France to the north of France. Well, you couldn't remember if it was Spain or France, if memory serves. Well, I well, still which, I still can't, but which, I whichever for, <laughs> for France on this occasion, yeah. whichever country it was, it went from the south to the north, or yeah. the north to the south, yeah. and found its way back hundreds of miles. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'd have got away with that then if it wasn't for you. <laughs> hey, look, these are avid listeners. You can't you can't fool the people in in Moldova. They remember well, these things exactly. Oh, we, we, actually, we forgot. When I say we. You forgot to tell me where we're getting these listens. Are we going to learn learn the greetings in that language? Oh, yeah. Well, we'll try that for next week. Maybe they don't listen to the speaking bit. They just listen to the music. Maybe so. Hmm. Maybe. Well, they'll have just enjoyed Noah Ashes then. Yeah. Yeah. But they won't be listening to this bit. Yeah, just be I, I, I was I was going to say something to them about it then, but there's no point if they're not listening. Well, we don't know. Maybe <laughs> they, don't, they never tweet us, though, do they? No. we got loads of listens from Europe, but nobody tweets us. Just Carl, which is nice, but yeah. Well, he's he needs the friendship, doesn't he? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's why he gives free beer away. Yeah, exactly. He's buying his friends. Yeah, bless. Don't be nasty to Carlton. He's all right. <laughs> he can take my jokes. He's, <laughs> he has done for years. Yeah. Well, you you, you experienced a bit of karma really because you were giving me some stick and oh, you yeah. ended up missing the tram. Yeah, I was so. I was so busy taking the Mickey out of you on the phone uh, <laughs> that I missed the tram. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I should say that they're still listening and our voices are beautiful. They oh. are. They are. I'm well, glad you can hear them because we can't. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've managed to press something and we've got we've got something happening, but I still can't hear anything else. Yeah, it's like you have to sacrifice one for the other. Yeah, well, this this studio is it's just weird. I'd, I keep. It's not weird. It's broken. Well, that as well. It, 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 ten years ago, it was great. It was state of the art. Yeah. Um, th- that's why people do podcasts now because you don't you don't need any of this, do you? you just yeah. record it and then bang. See you later. That's it. Yeah. So yeah, Carl, Carl Maloney and his podcast. I've just come back on in my ear. This no, is, yeah. That how sounded weird rude. Is that? <laughs> oh dear. Oh god. So about your dog. Your your dog travelled. Yeah, so two hundred miles. I've got I've got the specifics right. Um, so, it travelled from a farm in Kiridigian. You've been practising these pronunciations, haven't you? Clearly not. <laughs> uh, back to its home in, in Cumbria. So that is quite... Oh, it's 240 miles, like I said. Um, but, they said, you know, they, they've got absolutely no idea how it's managed to find its way back. Yeah. And they were saying, you know, he was fine. He's obviously eaten. So they're, they're asking if anybody's seen the dog along the way and giving it any food or... Maybe giving it a lift. So sheepdog got plenty of lamb. Um, well, they don't eat the lambs, do they? They sort of guide them. <laughs> Depends how hungry they are, mate. Yeah, I suppose. <laughs> I suppose. So yeah, that's uh, that's just one I saw and thought amazing. I saw I saw a study as well about dogs this week, which I haven't got a link to, so I can't give you the specifics. But excellent radio. Uh, yeah, but but dogs apparently <laughs> don't like being hugged. Oh yeah, I saw that as well. I saw that. And and I think it's some university, I obviously don't know which one off the top of my head. Some part of the country. Yeah, the, the university of somewhere has uh, done a study and taken lots of pictures of dogs being hugged and looked at their expressions and the mannerisms in the pictures and decided that actually dogs don't like being hugged. All oh, right, that's ridiculous, isn't it? <laughs> it is. I thought they'd actually got some, you know, actual reasoning behind it. That's it. Maybe some behaviour or something. But what about cats? Cats, um, cats just do what they want, don't they? Pretty much. There's there's one cat in uh, Patchway near Bristol that uh, apparently does what it's what it wants because the Royal Mail have, have uh, sent a letter to a, the couple that own the cat, the cat, the cat. I can't cat. even talk. Um, yeah, the couple that own the cat, the Royal Mail have sent a letter to asking them to restrain their cat whenever the postman's really? delivering. Because uh, apparently this cat attacks the postman every time he puts a letter through through the box. <laughs> Jumps up and grabs a letter and pulls his hand through and starts scratching him. All right. Well, I've managed to... Uh, I mean, does that resemble... For the benefit of the radio, does that resemble a cat scratch on my forearm? It's... 
Not really. Oh, well, that's because it's not. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't think of another segue. No, I was doing the pots this morning, right? Gone to, I've washed a fork, put it in the drainer, yeah. gone to put something else in, and <laughs> ragged my arm down the fork and cut all my arm open. Well, you probably deserved it at the time. Why? I was doing a good deed. I was doing the housework. Well, I don't know. You were breathing? <laughs> I, I'm in one of my nasty moods today, aren't I? I know, yeah. Dear. What did you say my jacket looks like? Oh, let me read the... Um, oh, yeah, because I was... Me, me, Carlton and uh, James are in sort of a, a, a group. And uh, I'd said, have you, took the, have you took your jacket off yet, Carl? And James said... Um, is this Luke 1980s baseball jacket Michael J. Fox Team Wolf style Crofts taking the Michael out of someone's jacket? <laughs> and I've not, I've not seen Teen Wolf. Well, I, I sent you a photograph of uh, the it, cover of Teen Wolf. It's uncanny. It's the same jacket. Yeah. And, and you look just like Michael J. Fox. Or not. Oh, yeah, not really. He's a lot smaller than me. Yeah. And... And don't look alike anyway. No. I, I was going to say something really offensive then and stop myself, so R- let's I'm move glad. on. Let's move on. No idea what you were going to say, but I'm glad. <laughs> anyway, um, maybe we should have another song. What do you yeah, reckon? A bit of bad to not. Yeah, uh, this one is called Plastic. These are a two acoustic two piece from uh, Sheffield. Yeah. Uh, I actually used to work with Callum back in the day. All right. Oh, no, I didn't. No, I did. No, I did. Yeah, I went to college with him. <laughs> Decide. No, I, no, I went. I went to. I went to college with him first, and then and then we worked together for a short time. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, nobody cares. Yeah. Bad to know. Yeah. Plastic. This is plastic.
such a state Corporation nights to many blue pants Cruel vindictive and psychotic too All I wanted was a cigarette Bad to not there with Plastic. Yeah, a new band from Sheffield. Uh, well, two-piece uh, from Sheffield, and they've got their first gig coming up at Corporation on the 16th of May. Oh, have they? Yeah. Right. So they're getting out on the road after... Uh, they've spent some time in the studio, that, uh, from what we know, because we met them a, a while ago, don't we? Yes. Uh, well, it was um, it was the Sunday that we had Mark from uh, LP Record Store. Yeah. Because we bumped into him in, in, in Ilsbury, didn't we? That's right. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, bad to not. Yeah, um, sorry, I've just I've just received a message and it's sort of made me lose track there. Um, so, mm. Is that because it has a swear in it? Yeah, again. Yeah, <laughs> this, this show's all about swearing in it. Um. Oh dear. Anyway, yeah, um, I've seen uh, I've seen something else which you know staggered me really because I mean a lot of people now walk down the street using the phones, don't they? Like um, I did earlier on my way to uh, yeah, and missed the tram exactly. The tram. Yeah. yeah, case in point. Um, what a, a city in Germany has done is you know you've got the green man, the red man on the Pelican Crossing. Yeah, German. This German city um, in Augsburg have actually put the lights on the floor. Wow! So people don't walk out into the middle of the road when they're looking at the phone. Yeah, so so you're looking at your phone and you're seeing your peripheral vision, the lights on the floor, I guess. Pretty much, yeah. yeah. So you can, uh, so you can still be looking at your phone and not walk to, you know, walking the road to your death or serious injury. Yeah, yeah. I mean, do you think that's a bit mad? Because I do. I think it's mad. It's encouraging people to do it, man. And you well, also look- still have to look in the road to see whether someone's coming. Well, yeah, of course you do, because you know some people don't. You know, if you're in a if you're in a world of your own, you might go through a red light or something by accident. Yeah, and we all know that red light spells danger. <laughs> yes, it does. <laughs> Very good. That reminds on on at real work. We have a conference call every Monday at yeah. ten o'clock, and uh, I was particularly bored on Monday, so I rang round everyone half an hour before, and I said, "Right, you've got to drop a song title into this morning's uh, song uh, conference call." And uh, not let Phil the boss let on in it, internet should I say? And uh, I must have dropped about eight in, and Phil had not got any of them. <laughs> I dropped, I dropped some right ones in. I managed, I managed to get Dancing in the Dark in there. Right. Um, everyone's a winner. Things can only get better. I'm still standing. Um, what else did I drop in? Long and winding road, <laughs> and the last one, which gave it because I thought I'm going to have to give it away. So it, it, we went round any other business at the end, and he said. Um, Anything from you, Luke? I went, no, it's just another Manic Monday. And then everybody burst out laughing and he finally got it. We've been on the conference call 20 minutes and he didn't get it. But conference calls are boring anyway, aren't they? So it's, oh, it's yeah. good to do something like that to get well, the fun of it. in fairness, you can you can do everything via email. But for some reason, we have to have a conference call. Yeah. You can just go, this is the focus this week. Anything else from you? Okay. Yeah. But no, we have to have an half an hour conference call. So I just, I just think, right, let's just be daft. I mean, on a Monday morning as well, it's, it just cheers everyone up. Yeah. Well, tell me why I don't like Mondays. Yeah, I tried to get that one in, but the moment had gone. Do you know what that, that song's about? Yeah. Yeah, it's a bit dark, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> well, we look, we love a good death, don't we? Apparently so. What we talk about. Well, last week was all about death, and now we're just. It, it'll happen Going again. Back to it. It'll happen again. We're, we're, we're in May now. Um, oh, yeah, it's a new month. So yeah. some new deaths coming up. Definitely. It's nailed on, isn't it? <laughs> Bruce Forsyth's not very well. Yeah, old Brucey. Who, who else isn't. Uh, I, was, I was with some people this week who apparently Lionel Richie's coming to the arena soon. Is he? To Sheffield Arena, yeah. Uh, I think it's June or July. And I was in the office of some people and they said, I've got tickets for that Lionel show because. I reckon it might be the last chance to see him with the way everything's going. <laughs> that, that's, oh we've dear. become such... Ex- a, excellent logic. Such a world of cynics just because celebrities no. are dying by the dozen at the minute. Well, I wonder what, what age you have to get to before you're sort of in the danger zone. 
Was that another song reference? It wasn't meant to be, actually. <laughs> it wasn't meant to be, but yeah. Subconsciously. I um, went to the danger, danger zone. zone. <laughs> <laughs> it's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. <laughs> oh, what have we become? Um, We've always been like this. We just never had a radio show before. <laughs> um. So, yeah, I mean, he wasn't well enough to attend uh, Ronnie Corbett's funeral. So, oh, Brucey, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's not looking good for him, is it? If that's the case. Well, he's 88, though, so he's had a good, you know, he's done all right, hasn't he? What, what do you think of these people that do, you know, like the death pool bets? I think it's very bad taste. Yeah. Have you ever done it? No. 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 No, I, I haven't either. Can't find anyone that's doing one. Yeah, me, me neither. No, I'm joking, obviously, I'm joking. <laughs> it's, well, I mean, come on. It's ridiculous, isn't it? It is, it? it is in very bad taste. There's, uh, there's a certain website that I've uh, been on before where each year in January they start the, start the, uh, really? the thread of, wow. of who who's going to die this year. Yeah. And whoever gets the first death wins. Well, they, they have like a proper wager. Yeah. Well, it's just like like just betting on football, they just give you odds. So, so in December, they start the thread in December, and you have to nominate. I think it's you have to nominate an over forty-five, an under forty-five, <laughs> and somebody from the actual forum where where it's taking place <laughs> that might die in the next year. All all the bets stop at January the first, and you have to then wait to see who's getting it right. But this is obviously you know research for this. You obviously don't yeah. partake. Obviously. Yeah, of course, of yeah. course, yeah, yeah. yeah. Indeed. I actually haven't partaken, but uh, yeah, it's uh, an interesting thread and very bad taste. Yeah, let us know what you think about the situation, Um, because it's, you know, it can't be a good thing to be betting on things like that, surely. (laughs) Um, But yeah, uh, we've got uh, a classic now um, to play, in Milburn. it was their gig at O2 uh, recently, wasn't well, it? Well, they're tonight. They've done the last three nights, and tonight is the last night of their uh, very recent four-night four sell-out tour. Well, f- sell-out occasion at the O2 Academy. They put on an extra night, didn't they? Yeah. So what's this one? This one is well, well, well. Classic. So, yeah, four sold-out gigs at the O2 Academy. Not a small feat in itself. Uh, and these guys are just legends, anyway. Top Sheffield music. This is The Squeak, 93.2 FM.
Guess what the cat dragged in? A cheater, a liar, a schemer, a And that was Milburn. Absolute classic. So, have you got everything working now, Luke? You've, ma- you've been pressing buttons. finally and- managed to press a combination of buttons where I can hear <laughs> everything at the same time. <laughs> and I'm so happy. Brilliant. Well, uh, on, on that note as well, talking about uh, completing things, Carl Maloney, who's listening whilst he's doing his garden. Wearing he, his jacket. Yeah, wearing his jacket. He has uh, completed his lawn mowing and sent us a picture of his lawn. Yeah. Yeah, um, well, it's, well it's, done. It's turned so middle class, that Carl Maloney. I've, I ain't even got a garden, I've just got a yard. Well, yeah. Saying so that, you haven't got a yard, you live in a flat, haven't you? Yeah. Or an apartment, whatever. I, I have an estate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's a football pitch outside our house, it's great. It's not actually a football pitch, is it? Yeah, there's a football pitch. There's, is there? There's an actual Is that round the park. back? No, the front, as you go up the driveway... Football pitch on the left and a park on the right. All oh, right, okay. Mm. Great. Wowzer. So, uh, try and work out where James lives. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Come, come stalk me. Yeah, come on, Mold- Moldova. I need the attention. Um, so, what did you have for breakfast this morning, Luke? Oh, do you know what I had for breakfast, actually? It was really nice. Go on. Um, I had a bowl of blueberry wheats. It's like shredded wheat, but right. it's like there's like a blueberry type... Um, uh, like a paste type thing. Really, really nice, right. actually. You, d- you didn't have some uh, tinned herring by any chance, then? Uh, I, I, no. No? No, well, I don't think I've ever eaten tinned herring in my life. No, I haven't either. Oh, but, great. But <laughs> if, if you bought a, pa- a, a tin of tinned herring, right, yeah. what would you expect to be in it? Is this a red herring? <laughs> uh, well, fish. Exactly. Well, Lidl, everyone's favourite supermarket, has uh, started a recall on its own brand tinned herring. Wowzer. Tell me more, James. Has it not not got fish in it, I'm guessing? No, it's because the packaging doesn't say that it contains fish. Oh, God. (laughs) So so basically, they're they're selling herring in various sources in in these tins. It's it's allergy information. It's got to be on, even though it's ridiculous because it's obviously fish. It's got to stipulate on the back contains fish. It's absolutely bizarre. I know. I did. I did a. I did a, a fairly in-depth food safety course on at Sainsbury's, and they went through all the list of allergens. Yeah. Um, and they've got. Yeah, they've got to put it on. It's stupid. <laughs> that's a. That's a little problem they've had. It is. And there was Aldi a few weeks ago that recalled bags of nuts because they didn't, didn't say, say that nuts. they contain nuts. It's a bit of a. It's a bit of a, a bit of a schoolboy error there because you know. Do, do you know what? Right. If somebody who's allergic to nuts buys a bag of nuts because it doesn't say contains nuts on it, then they deserve to die from the allergy. <laughs> in, in my opinion. Not that of Sheffield Live or anybody Sheffield else. Life or indeed me. Um, yeah. It, it's Darwinism in action if that happens. <laughs> yeah. 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 I so. suppose. Yeah. Well, do, do they think that they make nut-free nuts? Or fish-free herring? 
Surely not. Surely not. But it's just it's just one of them stupid health and safety things, isn't it? This world. You yeah. pe- you people. You people. Just what's the matter, Alan? Just people. <laughs> <laughs> just going outside, murdering, mas- uh, destroying my cereals. <laughs> I can't even get the lines right. Yeah. Um, well, um, I, I was watching the news the other day, and I don't normally do that because it's all depressing, but um, I'd got Look North on after uh, whatever I'd been watching, and um, other local news stations are available, I should say, and uh, I saw Nigel Farage at bottom of my road, yep. walking uh, walking through Hillsborough, but yeah. it's the local elections next week, isn't it? That's it, apparently there's a new UKIP office in Hillsborough. Oh, is there? And I don't even know. And so he paid a visit, he, yeah. he, had, a, he had a pint in the Hillsborough tap. Oh God! Of all the places to have a pint, he chose that one. Yeah, it did probably fit in down there, to be honest. Saying that, there's not many. Uh, Hillsborough's not what it used to be, is it? To be fair. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. Nice carpet in the Hillsborough tap, though. Well, it's it's about three inches thick, isn't it? That's... Well, yeah, that's what it lasts for for a long time. No, basically people. It'll will start s- smelling when, yeah, when people beer gets spill spilled beer on it, and it'll just be stale and smelly. Yeah. Yeah, um, but Nigel Farage could have come for the uh, for the ale because Sheffield has been uh, in a study called the real ale capital of the world. Yeah, well, we were we were talking about uh, there was a study. Um, Sheffield's got the cheapest pint or something of ale yeah. in the biggest selection, so that's not a surprise at all. Um, but yeah, uh, a lot of, a lot of the boozers down um, Illsborough have sort of. Taken on the ale, um, I mean the Queen's Ground. Yeah, let's you know, let's just talk about all the pubs in Hillsborough. You know what I mean? <laughs> don't know, what, don't know why, but a, a lot of the a lot of the pubs in Hillsborough now. Have, uh, it's uh, because you st- live in them, Luke. That's, <laughs> that's why. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. But yeah, the Sheffield City region has fifty-seven breweries, uh, thirty-one of which have opened in the last five years. Mm. Uh, oh, it's the uh, it's the trend, isn't it? Craft, yeah. craft is in uh, in massive growth. That's it. So the city actually has one brewery for every twenty four thousand people, which is nearly five times as many as London. Mm, right, that yeah. is interesting. Yeah. That is interesting, actually. Yeah. If you if you if you're into the drinks, on, on a typical day, around four hundred beers are available in Sheffield's pubs. Wowzer. That's well, quite a statistic, that isn't it? One of the uh, one of the guys we we bump into in Rawson. Um, the Weatherspoons in Hillsborough he's, he's a cantankerous old sod um, and he was drinking this special cider all of last week so they've ordered him some more and he says oh, I'm not going to drink it now <laughs> gone off it now no no he's not gone off it he's just not he's just not drinking it purely because they've ordered it he's just been he's just been cantankerous brilliant I'll, <laughs> I like his you're going to turn into him I am I am <laughs> Uh, that's that's genius. I love that. So this week he's drinking uh, he's drinking farmer stout. I said, oh, "Have you gone off that side?" No, I'm not drinking it now because they've ordered me some more. <laughs> that's, that's putting it to the man, isn't it? I know. Yeah, that's exactly that's what he's just what he's like, though. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I had to laugh. I had to laugh. So yeah, we, we were talking about um, Nigel Farage. Yeah, we can't we can't go into it in too much detail though because we can't be uh, aligned. No, no, of course not. Just thought I'd mention. So let, let's talk about other politicians then and balance it up. Okay. Uh, I yeah. Who, who's your favourite politician? Oh, <laughs> just, just, just to show that you're not aligned to anybody. I ask you, who's your favourite? <laughs> well, I haven't got one because they're all they're all liars, aren't they? That's uh, could be argued. Well, you know, yeah, they do. I once met David Blunkett. I met David Blunkett. Yeah. He gave me a certificate at uh, Illsborough College. Well, he gave everyone one. It wasn't just me. He, he, pres- he was, should explain, he was there at the awards night. Yeah. 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 Well, I, when, I, when I was at Sheffield Wednesday, um, after one of the games, we had a meeting and David Blunkett was invited. All right. So I went down to reception to go and collect him. Yeah. And obviously, for any listeners that don't know, he's blind. Yeah. So I went to guide him and he put his arm in around mine. And, uh, yeah, that's the thing. You should you should never you should never grab hold of a blind person. You should let them that's it. get hold of you. He, he grabbed my arm, and uh, so I walked him to the left. Yeah, uh, but unfortunately, just as I got into the left, the lift doors closed and crushed him in the middle of oh, no. the left. 
So yeah. Um, so you was he the Home Secretary at the time as well? No, it was after he was a Home Secretary. So he could have had you, he could have had you shot. He could have got the SAS onto the case. The, the worst thing is though that the whole of the reception in Ellsbury was full, and everybody <laughs> saw this and started laughing, <laughs> which then made me start laughing. Oh and no! And you know, you know when you're trying to hold it in. Yeah. Oh, you can't. It's impossible. It was the longest two-floor lift ride I've ever had in my life. <laughs> and I, I knew, even though that I wasn't outwardly kind of making any noise, I, I, and I was just going all red-faced, I knew that he knew that I was just laughing at him. Yeah, he will have done. He will have done. But then well, to top yeah, it off... Could have been, it could have been worse. You could have got in the lift and the door shut and left him down there with nobody to guide him. <laughs> yeah. that, could, that would, you know, that would have tops it. To top it off, uh, after the meeting, I got the job of taking him back out again. And so... Uh, I went to the end of the, the uh, board table where he was. Uh, again, he grabbed hold of my arm, but he went on the wrong side of me. and You walked him into a wall? I, I walked him into the door oh, as I was walking out. No. I'm, I'm basically not cut out for walking blind people. <laughs> I can't believe you didn't learn from the first instance. It was on the same day as well. I, I, think, he, I think he thought uh, I'd just got something against him. Yeah. A bit like that cow in that field that time. Huh? Do you not know the story of David Blunkett? Was out out in the Peak District having uh, for a walk. No, I don't. With, with where, his, where is this going? With his dog, and he, he was walking through a field, and <laughs> somehow I don't know exactly how a cow fell on him. And <laughs> what broke, like Alan Partridge? Pretty much, and broke his ribs or something. Oh no, that's really bad. <laughs> Google it. Google it. It's. Um, it's it's a story that's not very funny, but very funny. <laughs> if you're listening, David, I mean, I must apologise. Yeah, nice guy though. From from everything he said, what the discussions we had, nice guy. I'm just terrible at walking him into doors and. No, you're walk. very good at walking him into doors. <laughs> you, you're bad at you know walking him unscathed. Yeah. Last song of the day. It's uh, it's toddler tea, toddler tea with Clubs bugs and, and spades in it, and this is uh, for the Speak Britannia documentary. Great tune. Yo, let me break it down for you. I say it how it sounds. The way I play around with nouns, me and me around the town. I keep my vocal sounding local like there's no one else about. Picking at Yorkshire sound global, ain't nobody telling him now. Ain't nobody selling it out. I keep it country, there's no doubt. Everything that comes out my mouth sounds common as man and I'm shouting. UK, the only unique thing we have is how we speak. You're rapping, but not with your local slang. To me, your week is kind of deep. Clubs and spades are bit of tongue and cheek. This is all I know, so we're repping for the BBC. Flows cold, you can skip your long John's feet, it's shin. Me, I'm like a tom tom punch I'm sound like where I'm from. You sound like where you're trying to be. I got this northern sound locked down to the Yorkshire tea. I'm repping where I'm from, just like it's supposed to be. If you don't sound original, then you can't talk to me. an F on the end, let me tell you the trend, the thing you bring better be penned, so let me begin, to translate and tell him he said, you might tell him yourself, but that's what we said, on the end, you might just know it is your area, but I bet it'd be scarier where we are, oh yeah, you better be wary of a warrior, it's not just as warier and warier or warier, yeah, here I am, I'm daring you, wait, let me get back to where we were, <laughs> on the ends, we might call a person modern, that tends to be the one who always smells the party, this next word, Webster, hold of the UK, we change the meaning. There's a few ways for you to use it. Is it greeting like hello, hi? Or for your feelings like everything's swell, I'm alright. Make sure you hear it right, cause I'm just telling my side. If you don't rap the way you talk, well then you're telling a lie. David, and I'm right here on Sheffield Live 93.2 FM. The, the song wasn't Craig David. That was that was just that <laughs> little dry sting there. <laughs> well, he's a huge fan of the show, he's uh, Craig David. Well, isn't everyone? Absolutely, yeah. yeah. 
But that was Toddler Tea with Clubs and Spades, and that was originally made a couple of years ago for uh, BBC Radio 1 Extra, who did a Speak Britannia documentary, which is about music and dialects in music across the country. And so Clubs and Spades did the, their little contribution about how they uh, rap in the Sheffield dialect. I see. Yeah, mm. hence the Steel City translation. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, I can't. Well, I can't pull it off like Matic Mouth and Shinobi. So no. <laughs> um, but yeah, if you are um, if you are in a band or a musician or you know anybody that is and they want to get the music out there, please yeah. um, get in touch with us on Twitter. We're at the Squeak, Facebook dot com forward slash the Squeak, and it's spelt um, wrong. Remember yeah, that? sorry. Yeah, it's spelt wrong because we make it difficult for ourselves. <laughs> it's T H E S Q W E E K. Do you think we should change the name? No, it's 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 edgy and cool. Yeah. Unlike us, <laughs> yeah. I didn't come up with it. It was all James. Um, well, you'd done the artwork and then couldn't be bothered to make any more. Pretty much, is that right? Pretty much, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah Ray Ray's tweeted us in and says she likes, uh, she loves, in fact, toddler tea. Loves. Um, oh, she loves clubs and spades. Uh, and cl- yeah, yeah. Well, they are ace of proper Sheffield lads. And ace. Is that another? Yeah. Playing card reference. The Ace of Clubs <laughs> and the Ace of Spades. They are the kings of their repertoire. Yes. I'm all right, Jack. Um, Carl Malone is tweeted in uh, talking about uh, my David Blunkett situation. Uh, not only has, in fact, Ray tweeted in and said that I'm not supposed to be good at walking blind people because I'm not a trained Labrador. <laughs> which, which is a fair point yeah yeah, uh, yeah. and Carl says that reminds me of the time I had to walk Roy Orbison around the top pond of Parbathorn that time good times did he drive all night to get there Carl of course <laughs> I can't help it we, we, we cannot switch it. you off at all can we no oh well no. It, who would want to anyway quite a few people actually but it's not going to happen <laughs> do you speak any other languages Luke? Um, I learnt German at, at um, GCSE level, but I've forgotten a lot of it though. It was a long time ago, ten years ago. What haven't you forgotten? Um, that's <laughs> <laughs> put you on the spot. What haven't I forgotten? Um, oh god, just I mean like odd sentences. I can't I can't construct a conversation. Um, okay. Do a what, sentence. Then. What do you want me to say? A well, sen- a sentence in German. I don't know the word for sentence. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, you could learn to speak Klingon. Oh, yeah, I know, but why would you want to? You just end up speaking to a load of nerds at like Star Trek. <laughs> no fair, thanks. A very fair point. Yeah. But, uh, it's actually going to court in America now that uh, a group are asking... The group for called, it to be recognised. Yeah, the group called the Language Creation Society uh, wanting the US... Not, not the LCS... Court. Yes, the trouble causes. Uh, they want in the US District Court to rule that Klingon is a spoken language and therefore beyond the reach of US copyright laws. And this comes on the back of uh, Paramount, who has the rights to all the Star Trek stuff, uh, trying to sue people who are making a, a Star Trek type film yeah, using but Klingon. To be fair, if. Um, I was going to say. Well. If if the um, television company has created that language mm. as part of an ongoing universe that they've created, then it's their intellectual property, is it not? Well, what what the LCS trouble causes have said <laughs> is is that um, the society recognises that prior to 1984, actors playing Klingons on Star Trek either improvised the language by uttering guttural sounds or spoke in Federation Standard English. Um, Paramount then commissioned a linguistics professor to create some of, of the language to make it more consistent. And since then, Klingon has taken on a life of its own with thousands of people studying it, building on it, and using it to communicate among themselves. So their argument is that Klingon has become an actual living language. Gripping. Yeah. Bit weird though, that, innit? So can you say anything in Klingon then? No. No. I, um... <laughs> My mum used to watch Star Trek, um, but never never felt the uh, urge to learn Klingon. No. Do you? No. No. I'm, I'm not a big Star Trek fan, to be honest. What? Uh, oh, I didn't mind it. I didn't mind it. Well, I was sort of forced to watch it, so I just got into it. It's all right. I'm not like I'm not like a Trekkie. 
Every odd numbered one's terrible, isn't it? Um, that's that's a rule. Every odd numbered Star Trek oh, film is terrible. Oh, I've not heard. That. Oh, the films. Um, what was the one with um, Whoopi Goldberg in it and uh, William Shatner? Gener- uh, Generations. That, the film was Generations. Whoopi Goldberg was in um, the new whatever it was. Was she in a few of them? In the TV series, the well, the, the, this particular film. Jean-Luc Picard had gone back in time for some reason or whatever yeah. and William Shatner was in it and William Shatner's first line was it's a beautiful day and he overacted it so much it's just <laughs> pure Shatner it's just as he ridiculous. does with everything yeah have you ever heard him sing yes his album is my, legendary um, my uh, my mate Tom who I went to uh, college with brought me um, his album Has Been yeah that's it. and it was a full album of Shatner never listened to it it was covers um, wasn't it yeah, well, he did. He did Rocket Man, and he did a cover of um, Common People. Yeah. Well, and if, you, if you go to the comedy club, the Last Laugh Comedy Club uh, in the Memorial Hall. Yeah. Um, they play that before every. Uh, what every Common night. People? Yeah. Oh, do they? Shatner doing it? Yeah. Oh, I've been. I didn't, I didn't remember that. Yeah. Bef- before all the acts come on, it's it's kind of last last song they play before the <laughs> uh, the night starts. Yeah, utterly ridiculous. She came from Greece. She had a thirst, thirst for knowledge. knowledge. <laughs> That's when I got her eye. <laughs> You're quite good at that. Yeah, I've listened to that one. I've listened to the whole album, though. It take you take you all day. It, 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 you can find it on YouTube. He does a he does a version of Rocket Man. Yeah, and he actually pauses to take a drag of his cigarette. Brilliant. It's like it's like eight minutes long or something. <laughs> this rendition he does of Rocket Man. It's terrible. But there's uh, there's a video on YouTube again of him. He went in to do. Um, some voiceover work for somebody, and he, he he did the lines, delivered the lines, and uh, the producer said, "Oh, great! Can you do it this way now? Try it this way." And he went, "I'm William Chandler. I know what I'm doing." Yeah. And and the producer, him and the producer, just had an argument over how we <laughs> should deliver the lines. Yeah, well, he's notoriously difficult to direct, isn't he? Yeah. Just does it his own way. I just remember as T.J. Hooker. What's that? You'll, you'll not remember that. That's an 80s cop show with William Shatner in the lead role. What was it called? TJ Hooker. Oh, that's what it was called. <laughs> yeah. No, I never heard of it. Never heard of yeah. it. Great. Yeah. I, watched, I turned the television on while I were eating my blueberry wheats this morning to Funhouse. And it's I thought. A whole lot of fun. I, I, to be won. I, can't, I lost count of how many times he played that. It was going through me. Like, like nails down a blackboard. Yeah. Pat Sharp looked like something out of a. Out of the 80s, I suppose. He looks ridiculous. <laughs> it looked like he got a wig on and a, and a horrible sort of purple and green shirt. Chet yeah. shirt. Yeah, but the twins were on, weren't they? Yeah. They, they make up for anything that Pat Sharp ever did. Mm. It was it was terrible. It was awful. But I thought, I'll, I'll, I'll try and watch it, because you'd mentioned it all them weeks ago. <laughs> yeah. And it was, yeah, it was, it was awful. I can't believe you remembered that from all those weeks ago. Yeah, some 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 like really unimportant things I remember. Some actually important things I've got a clue. And if you don't know what we're talking about, you can go back, uh, go onto Acast or iTunes and go yeah. through the old episodes. Uh, I actually think that we titled the show Funhouse. Fun yeah, I think we did. I did. Um, yeah, and the podcast will be uh, for this show. If you've if you've just tuned in, where have you been? Um, it will be available. They're tuning in for DJ Ski, who's coming in in a minute. Oh yeah, yeah. But I mean, if you want to catch back up with us, yeah. we'll be on sort of midweek, Tuesday, Wednesday, something like that. Around that. Well, hopefully tomorrow. Hopefully tomorrow. It's not. Yeah. It all depends on how the system works. Um, but yeah, I shall get it up as soon as possible. So yeah, maybe Tuesday that wasn't or Wednesday. A euphemism. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's so rude. But yeah, um, DJ Ski is up at three with uh, Platinum Plates. Um, we were we were we were trying to find out where blackjacks came from, weren't we? And as ever, we've forgotten. We were. I actually did look it up, and I've forgotten. It was something completely kind of uh, uninspiring. So I, I forgot didn't, all didn't about it. Didn't bother putting it in. Oh, fair enough. Then should have really discussed it off air. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, we've got ten seconds, so maybe I can come up with it very quickly. Probably not, because I've just googled it and it's not come up. Excellent. That, that's that's how to fill 10 seconds. <laughs> but yeah, DJ Ski is coming up. Yeah. Have an excellent week, guys. We'll be back on Sunday. Enjoy the bank holiday. Goodbye. 
Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.